Hi, everyone. Welcome to Z Speaks, a platform for the youth. My name is Senta Johnson. I am your host, and I'm joined today by Nasir Leach. Say hi. Hey, everybody. Nasir is from the community of Chester, and he is their community liaison. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, my name is Nasir Leach, and um, I pretty much serve as a community liaison to Mayor Thaddeus Kirkland. Um, I've been in that position for five years now. Um, I've been around to work um, since I was 11 years old, pretty much community um, activism, um, community organizing, and just connecting and building a bridge between city government with city residents and city residents with the government. And it's a, it's a uh, very big um, gap that's missing between uh, the youth and government. So that's where I come into play at as a young person, trying to connect that dot and trying to be much uh, relatable so our young people can uh, have a voice and demand what they want. You know, uh, we're dealing with so many injustices in the world right now. And um, right now, everything is led by young people. You know, you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, you look at um, mass shootings. We have young people on the forefront advocating. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely something that you just brought up that I've had trouble with is being heard as a young person in a room full of adults that are dealing with politics or a topic of government issues. And what what do you find is your effective way to communicate with adults and have them listen to you and have them give you their ear? First and foremost, I always tell people, you know, as long as you have a voice, be vocal. That's the, the biggest part. Oftentimes I see now that uh, a lot of uh, decisions that are made, there's no young people in the room. And I've seen that issue, and I'm like, okay, well, we have to do something about this. <laughs> and I'm one of the young people that say, hey, listen, I'm going to step up. I'm going to take charge. And, you know, I'm going to be vocal about the things that I am I'm passionate about and that I see a steam for. So I just say, find, um, if you're a young person listening to this, I say, find something that you're passionate about and run with it. You know, you're going to have um, ups and downs because you feel like people aren't listening to you, but you make them listen to you. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can't, you can't stop. You got to keep showing up. You have to keep being uh, vocal at large and, um, you know, the, the right things will, will come to you and it will align in the right time. Definitely. I find that that works in our favor in some cases because mm-hmm. we have to work that much harder to be heard. So we're likely a lot more educated and a lot more informed than people think. Right. So you said that you were involved in this since you were 11? Yes. How did, how did you get started with that? Uh, so my brother, um, you know, Fred Green, I've been watching him uh, you know, pretty much all my life just being uh, a young person and he was actually the second uh, person appointed, I mean the first uh, person appointed in the mayor's office to be a community liaison and then I came next and um, you know, he was hosting events and the same thing I wanted to do and um, I lined myself up uh, with him and uh, right out of high school um, I got appointed um, at the age of 18 Um, now I'm in my 20s now and um, um it was just by showing up, you know, just being a young person, uh, daring to be different because a lot of people try to deter me from my dream of, you know, you know, becoming a community advocate or being involved in politics. And, um, I said, no, this is not going to stop me and I'm going to keep showing up. And, um, I started off doing candlelight visuals and stuff and, um, just speaking out and doing some work at the boys and girls club and things, and things, things start to get better for me. You know, I started to build my platform and, 
uh, just run with it. I wish I was involved in things like this since I was 11, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so what a time to be representing the youth right now. How do you think, I mean, personally, I, I haven't even been involved in politics or community organizing or within my community as much as I have in the past six months. Mm-hmm. So being a figure of the youth since you were 11, how has things changed for you in the past six months as opposed to how have you been working the past few years? Um. For, for the six months, um, I've I seen uh, so many different uh, changes uh, within my own community, but other communities um, in the surrounding areas. Um, in the city of Chester, we deal with um, a pandemic of gun violence. And currently, we are in the pandemic with uh, COVID-19, but um, I think that we should also treat gun violence as a health issue and as a pandemic as well, because it's something that haunted and haunts our community um, day in and day out. So in Chester, we have... Um, you know, some cases, 13, 14-year-olds being shot and killed. And, um, you know, it seems like nobody um, knows what's going on. So I think mm-hmm. that um, my impact right now uh, with regards to the youth is um, grief, uh, grief counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not a therapist. No, I'm not a, uh, um, a doctor of any sort or anything like that or an expert. But, um, you, you know, my biggest thing is to comfort the, the youth. You know, let them know that it's a vo- uh, listening here, ear is always available to them, because right now they feel like they're misunderstood. They feel mm-hmm. like, um, am I next when it comes to gun violence? Is this becomes such a social norm now that uh, we we have this? You know, and uh, my main focus during the past uh, six months and even two years, um, it, it has been to comfort and to help heal our young people. I mean, it, there's no time limit on grief. Some sort of in sort of fashion, um, the youth around the world are, are grieving and there are holding in so many emotions because of you, you know the things that we are in in the state that we're in now, yeah. such as uh, gun violence, such as seeing um, social issues on on TV, being restricted of of doing some certain things like COVID. I mean, it keeps our, our children in the house. You know, it's, and it plays a, such a mental factor on our young people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, a lot of adults, they, they ignore it. You know, and some parents don't know the signs. Yeah. That's why we need more training. We need more uh, um, understanding, more open-minded people, you know, to, to say, okay, well, listen, I, I know that it's something wrong and it's not normal. Um, how can I get help? How can I seek help? And we also need the resources to do that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I couldn't agree more. This has definitely been, you know, even even if people don't even realize that it is, this time has been quite traumatic, especially definitely. on young people. And definitely. something that's so impressive that I found is that people are turning that trauma into resilience, into finding ways to educate themselves and make a difference. You know, I, I myself personally was, that, that was what pushed me into becoming a community organizer. Mm-hmm. So... What, what do you see are your, like, long-term goals? Where do you see yourself in, like, five years, ten years as a growing public figure? Definitely say um, a higher level of, of government. I always see that it's a lot of older people that are involved with uh, politics. Let's be honest, I mean, they're not even 30-something nowadays. They're 60 and up, you know, and I think that's the issue because um, how can you relate to our, our community? 
mm-hmm. you know, of, of young people and being the voice for the young people. And also knowing, knowing the community. You know, you have to know the streets. Like, you know, you have to know what's going on down the street next to you. You know, you, you have to be able to talk to people. You have to be able to be relatable. I think right now, in time, you know, we need more young people involved in leadership. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that we lack. I mean, even when you're running for president, you have to be 35 years of age. Why I can't do it in my 20s? You know what I'm saying? And locally, in some in some places, you can be the age of 18 to run for council. Mm. You know, so I think that, um, you know, starting off young, um, what we're doing seems to, uh, is, is very um, incredible. Some people say, oh, we're too young. That's something that I don't understand, you know. It's just a need to have somebody younger on the forefront, and that's going to advocate. But I'm definitely running for office, but um, I'm currently in school still. I'm at Harkin College. I am a transfer student from Russ College in Holly Springs, Mississippi. Um, my first major that I took up was mass communications, but now um, I'm on the human uh, services side now. Um, taking up a few courses at Harkin College. That's awesome. I just see myself uh, obtaining my bachelor's and uh, just, just going on the forefront to just keep advocating and being the voice. Um, and then one day I will have a, a larger platform with, with many. We can be able to get back on a larger scale. We see many things that we want to change, you know, within our generation. But we have so many generations to come. Mm-hmm. So what do we leave them with? You know, um, our ancestors fought for us to even have the right to vote. Why, why can't we just build back that momentum to have the right to, to vote again. I think that's um, one of the things that I'm trying to achieve on my goal is to have a lot of young people to come out and vote. You know, nowadays you have our, our young people, they say, okay, well, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter. But, I mean, that's another way of you using your voice. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you can't meet the people that's all the way up the top. I, I think that that's a way that we can speak to other legislators and let them know, like, hey, we are young people. We do matter. If you aren't doing the work, then, you know, we will remove you from out your seat. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that um, that's what, definitely one of my goals, and there's many more to come. Yeah, and it's it's so cool to see the strength in numbers in this case, because I know a lot of my friends who, like you said, wouldn't vote, wouldn't get involved in politics because they think it didn't affect them. But recently they've noticed how much it does. And it's astounding me how much people are educating themselves and, you know, getting prepared for this upcoming election. And your thoughts on the youth and getting them involved, you personally, that's never going to change even though you get older. You know, like you're always going to know Chester, you're always going to know the people around you. And as you get older, you're going to know to give the youth a voice. And that's something that's really important. Mm-hmm. And, and also, uh, since it too, like, you know, I, I've been doing work um, throughout the Delaware County, Tri-State area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even out of state, stuff like that. Um, I, I've noticed that each and every, everywhere uh, that, that I have I've, uh, seen, some of the youth are engaged more than certain areas, you know, because of resources and so forth and so on. But when you, for example, you go to like a privileged area, whereas those people that don't look like you or that's black African-American, they they have more resources. Now, when you come to a a local community, black community, you know, that's impoverished, um, you see that um, it's just a very big difference Mm -hmm. with schooling, with everything. And it's like, Okay, well, 
how can we have the same thing? And, and that's one of the things that I'm very focused on is local black communities because they're not represented well. Right. I think that um, just piling up resources and actually using resources. I, I find it so, so impressive that without those resources, you know, um, <clears throat> there, there are communities like that, though, that are still speaking up and they're not going to take the fact that they're underprivileged or underfunded. They're not going to take that as an excuse to stay silent, you know? Things will get better over time. We just have to keep on doing the work and just put just putting everybody um, in a comfortable space to want to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of people that want to do the work that we do, Cynthia, and um, they just don't know how. And I think that if you encourage and you say that you can do this, you can you can be a voice, you can be um, a community advocate, you could be a community organizer, then people start to believe. Just like how people say, oh, well, my son, he can't be a police officer. You know, because the, the line of work is dangerous or whatever case may be. But if it's in his or her heart to serve, then you can't take that away. Just the call of service is just to keep going and uh, be encouraging and be inspiring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. And something that everybody can do is go out there and vote. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. I don't care what party you belong to. If you're a Democrat, if you're an independent, if you're a Republican, get out and vote. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it, what it really comes down to is one, just being a voice. Um, two is um, you know if you stand on alongside of, of justice, no matter who tells it, then that's all that matters at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, if I mean right is right, wrong is wrong. I mean, be wise in your decision making and get out and vote. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nasir, I'm so, so impressed by your work and, and keep keep up everything that you're doing. And I'm, I'm following you every step of the way, cheering you on. And thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. So I hope everybody has a great day. I hope you <laughs> took something from this. I hope that you're registered to vote. And uh, yeah, hope you stay tuned for another episode coming soon. Thank you, guys.